RTL Original Podcast Is the second song on an album the best or at least the most important? Well, taking inspiration from the iconic Blur smash hit of the same name, join me, Stephen Stepslow, as I look into this loose theory and discover that an incredible amount of LPs have an absolute belter of a song too. We also speak to international artists and musicians and find out what they have to say on the matter, with some surprising results. Each week, we will be running the rule over a classic song too and inviting guests to agree or disagree. This episode of Song 2 has been on the shelf for a couple of months, but Alan from Gilliband has given one of the fullest and most informative answers we've yet had on the Song 2 podcast, but doesn't really give a view on the second track's importance, despite the best efforts of our very own Sam Steen. What we do get is an insight into how the Dublin four-piece give a lot of thought to track listing. Enjoy. Hi, this is Alan from Gilliban. You're listening to RCL Today Radio. I want to ask about uh, about the track listing. You kind of mentioned earlier about how the, the songs go into each other. And uh, my colleague here has a podcast called Song 2. And his, uh, the whole basis of the podcast is that these, he reckons that the second song on an album is the best song on an album. All right. Uh, and interestingly, Eight Vibers is song too. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder, is there anything in that? And is there, you know, what goes into track listing an album? Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, I mean, I know like you'll have like a lot of artists or bands that will be able to write, you know, 15, 20 songs and then basically pick the best ones from that. We really don't operate like that. Like we never really have insights because we usually get to a point when we're writing a song where we know if it's going to be good or not. You know what I mean? And if we don't feel like it's going to be good, we just kind of ditch it. So we don't really have much B-sides. Sometimes we have to intentionally write the B-side just to have something on the other side, like seven inch, you know, which is strange. But I mean, it's more like, okay, let's just try like this little experiment thing or whatever. Um, yeah, so when it comes to track listing, usually it's when we kind of have about six or seven tracks that might not be finished, but we know that they're going to be on the record. Then we can start thinking about like, okay, what's going to go first? What's going to go second? And what we've done for the three records at this point is like we'd write out all the names of the tracks on like little pieces of paper and then put them on the ground and then just start moving them around and we always think about it in terms of vinyl so we'll always have like an a side and a b side being like this should open the a side this should open the b side this should close the a side this should close the b side and then you kind of see what works in between Jack Russell, whose head was 
So yeah, I think that's usually the case. And then it's just like, okay, what would be like a strong opener? What do you want to do with closing it? Do you want it to be like a big, like climactic thing or something that's more kind of downtone or do you know what I mean? Like, so like little things like that. Um, and then what we've kind of done for this record was when we kind of know roughly what's going to open it, what's finishing it and what's happening in between. Uh, like EA said, like what, what tracks are like third and fourth and fifth. It's thinking about like, okay, is there some sort of transitional piece that we can write to kind of link them to? Or, or like, do we need like a bit of noise or some sort of soundscapey thing? Or like tempo wise, how does that feel? So yeah, usually that's the case. Like I know like with <clears throat> with this one, when we had like the first running order of it, I remember like listening to it and there's a track called I Was Away on it. Mm-hmm. And whatever way we had that placed in the record, it felt so, so slow to me. Like it felt really, really slow. And it, it just like lost all the momentum in the in the record. So like I I was coming back, I was like, we that needs to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's like, okay, well we can't put it beside this track because we're doing they're too similar or something like that. So there's a lot of discussion on that. We do take a lot of time when it comes to sequencing, you know. Um it's not like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. Like, you know, it's it's like something that we spend a lot of time and then we'll listen to the record a good few times just to see how it kind of moves. Uh, and see what works and then sometimes that can be really useful as well because it might be like we need another track you know there's something actually just missing here or or like oh this track just kind of stands out it feels a bit weird i don't know that's usually the case no one looks cool around the walls my shoes get in a straw i give dirty looks to So it's more about the flow of the record rather than this is a this is an opener this is a song two this is a yeah I think so like I mean like it's yeah it's more like when we kind of have like a bunch of tracks ready it's like okay you're kind of thinking of it almost like a set list you know um, like what would be a great way to open a gig and then what's a how do we kind of move around that you know and if there's like a rough narrative or like there's never really a narrative but like more like just kind of like thinking of it like okay here what's the best way to structure this 40 minutes of music yeah we'll think about it more stuff sure because the gum track one is it hits you I, I right at the very very start as it opens you know it's a, it's a it's an assault for for about 90 seconds and then it goes into <laughs> but then it goes into which goes uh, a fibers which is you know so is, is that just about the you know making a statement when you open the record and then leading into what is the lead single yeah i think so like i think it's like it's yeah it's it's, yeah, it's thinking about like what would just be because originally like we that we thought that would be much much happen much later in the record. That was I would kind of convince the lads. I was like, I think that should open it because it's like I think it's like kind of like getting thrown in the deep end, and it's just like right, okay, this you you know the record's just here now, and then it just immediately sets like a tone and a pace which just kind of felt good, you know? So I think like, yeah, well, opener, openers are always interesting like that. You can, I hate records that where I, I don't like the opening track. Do you know what I mean? Like the opening track should always be like, even if it's like 30 seconds or something like, you know what I mean? It should always like kind of hit you in some sort of way, you know? It's so, it's, yeah, it's important that one. So that's the one to grab the attention, and then from two on, is that then sort of the, the meat of the record? Yeah, it's, it's because this is our third record now. Like I mean, with the first one, you know, the it's largely instrumental for quite a while, 
before there's any the vocals in it with Bongo that track and then with the talkies Dara having a he's on a fucking panic attack on that one so like you know that's like really intense as well but like what's like a more kind of intimate intensity so with this one it was just like I just be, it just felt like a big 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 loud one to start with just would just, it just seemed to fit it you know Alan thank you Cheers. so much have a good no day worries, thanks, and uh, good luck with the tour see you. Cheers thanks mate see Cheers. you soon bye bye